0: You're listening to Creator Club episode number six. With a new year fast approaching, we all have the same thing on our minds. How are we going to set goals to push ourselves and our businesses forward in 2020? For some, goal setting can be intimidating. For others, it can be invigorating. And for people like me, it can be fun and exciting, but it's a place where you can get easily lost, lose direction, and maybe even have a bit of an identity crisis. Can you relate? Sometimes thinking big can make me feel like I need a whole new rebrand or a new approach to life or a huge lifestyle change. Trust me, in the past week alone, I've gone between being certain that I need to move into a van and then thinking I need to get a dog and then back to wanting to move into a van again. I love thinking big picture and dreaming, but over the years, I've had to learn to ground myself in tangible tasks in order to make these goals happen and to not just get stuck in the idea stage. Whatever your feelings about goal setting are, whether you love it or hate it, in today's episode, I'm going to tackle the common struggles that all different types of goal setters face and offer a few solutions to make sure that you can set yourself up for a new successful year. Let's dive in. welcome to the creator club podcast i'm your host katie steckley youtube creator and creative entrepreneur the creator club podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation whether you're into instagram creating on youtube trying TikTok, or producing podcasts this show is made for you and because here at creator club we believe in teaching everything you know and the community is more important than competition This club is open to everyone. Come and join us. Before we get started, I want to introduce you to the reviewer of the week. Today's review comes from Joella Castillo, and she writes, Wow, Katie, your voice is made to do podcasts. Soft, clear, assertive, and inspiring. As a new entrepreneur, online that is, I get so much from the information you share. Your Pinterest tips made it sound very doable. I'm going to take action on those. And yes, we definitely have to be patient with our growth, but with your tips, it can definitely be accelerated. I've already been implementing your tips on my YouTube channel and on my informative Instagram feed at Dr. Joella. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much, Joella. I really appreciate that. That review really meant a lot to me. If you listeners out there have gotten some value from this podcast, I would really love it if you'd leave me a review like Joella's. I might just read it on the show and give you a bit of a shout out. So let's talk about goals. Do you have any right now? It's the perfect time of year to think about what we set out to do in 2019 and evaluate how much we were able to accomplish. While I do think it's great to look back and think about those things. I also want to encourage you not to get stuck there because let's be real. There's probably a lot of goals that we didn't accomplish and that's okay. We can't always foresee what is going to be important to us a whole year in advance. We grow and change and sometimes it makes sense to give up on certain goals. So I want you to take a few minutes to review what you set out to do this year and then I want you to let it go and leave it behind. This exercise can teach us or remind us what we might want to tackle again this year and how we might be able to do it in a more effective way next time. But it is certainly not meant to make us feel bad about anything that we didn't do. Because honestly, that's just not productive and it's not going to set us up for a good new year. Once we've acknowledged and accepted the goals and dreams and accomplishments of the past year, either completed or incomplete, it's time to start looking forward. This is my personal favorite stage in the goal setting journey because it's all about imagination. So wherever you are right now, I want you to settle in, relax, And take some time to envision the future with me. Where do you want to be at the end of 2020? When you're sitting around the table at the end of the year, at holiday parties with your friends and families, what do you want to be able to reflect on? What stories will you be telling them? What moments will you be proud of? And more importantly, in the weeks and months leading up to those moments, what will your days have looked like? What is your perfect day? What routines do you have? What would you wake up excited to do? What will you be doing on the days when you're not working? And what will your typical productive days look like? Goals aren't just about the check mark at the end of the task. They're about the journey and the lifestyle along the way. Days make up weeks that make up months and make up our entire year. And you need to build your dream year from the days up. What do you want your days to look like? I love envisioning a future me. For whatever reason, that's something that has always been easy for me. Something on the other hand that I've always had to work on, and honestly, I'm on a lifelong journey to learn, is how to be content with current me. So when I figure that out, I'll let you know. But for now, I can slip into these moments where I see so clearly what my life could be like, and then all I need to do is figure out what steps I have to take to make it that way. If you're like me, then the second half of this podcast will be the challenging but probably most helpful part for you, but if you've had a hard time seeing where you want to be and imagining an ideal future, then I have a few tips for you to start with. If you feel like looking towards the future is scary and you have no idea what you might be doing or even what you want to do, start with the specific. Give yourself a very situational scene and let it play out in your head like a thought experience. Here is one to try. And if you're like me, then this will probably be very familiar to you. Imagine yourself making a morning routine video for YouTube. I don't care if you're actually a YouTuber or not, but let's just in this moment pretend that you are. So you're making a morning routine video for YouTube and let's say it's October of 2020. Walk through it in your head what the morning routine would look like. Maybe it looks like the one you already have. If so, that's awesome. Maybe your goals won't be in that area then. So then we move on and try another scenario. Imagine you were being interviewed on a podcast about your business or your career in the fall of next year. What kind of stuff would you want to be able to say? What sorts of processes and tasks would you be describing to the host? Are these things that you're already doing? Are any of these items that you could add to your list of goals? The number of scenarios and situations you can use here for a visioning exercise really goes on and on. It's infinite. And for me, thinking about my future in terms of these snapshots can really help me narrow down on exactly what I want to work towards. Scenarios like this can take a feeling or a vision and turn it into a plan or a goal. It's a moment that you can work towards. As you think about these situations, I encourage you to take notes or maybe journal stream of consciousness style or maybe even draw pictures if that's more your style. Whatever you can do, record these dreams and thoughts so you can start to organize them into action. At the same time as we want to be specifying these ideas and making them more tangible, I want for you to be able to hold the abstract parts of them as well. Think about that feeling Imagine the triumphant moment of executing a perfect morning routine or the feeling you get when you get to tell the podcast host that you're a full time YouTuber or whatever it is for you. Imagine that feeling and try to bottle it up in your heart. I know that sounds so cheesy, but for me, holding on to that longing, that desire for that feeling to come to fruition, this will help you in the months down the line when you feel stuck in the monotony of the daily tasks that are required to make that dream a reality. If you can think of a good descriptive word for that feeling that you want to feel, maybe it's freedom, maybe it's contentment, maybe it's flexibility. Write it down somewhere and in those moments of frustration, you can remember what you're working towards because that feeling that you envision is embodied in that word. Now that you have a vision and a feeling, you have the most powerful part of your goal already packaged up and ready to go. This is what is going to be the fuel for your motivation and motivation is the important part of actually taking a goal and executing on it. But now it's time to figure out how to take action, how to use that motivation to actually do the work you need to do. What are the measures of that feeling or that vision? How realistically are you going to be able to tell when you've made it there? Especially because with intangible feeling-based goals like seeking freedom in your life, for instance, there is never a clear sign to tell you, hey, you've arrived. You never arrive at happy, for instance, because usually the finish line just keeps moving. And so to combat the ever-changing emotional finish lines that our fickle brains make up for us, you need to create your own tangible, measurable finish line so that when you get there, you can say without a doubt, I made it. So if we bring it back to that moment in the future that we're visualizing, your interview, your morning routine, whatever it is, what about that feeling, that time, that place can be measured? Is there a certain income goal that will allow you to be in that place? Is there a certain amount of business growth that you need? Is there a subscriber or a follower goal? Maybe you have a specific dream client you need to work with in order to achieve that visionary moment. Whatever it might be, big or small, write it down. This will be the goalposts that we measure from, the way we figure out the tasks that we need to do. And I really do mean write it down somewhere because the moving finish line is way more real than you might think. If I don't specifically write down numbers or dates for goals, it is crazy how quickly they start to creep up on me without me even realizing it. Like my mind starts to subconsciously increase those numbers to the point where I'm not actually hitting them because they're higher than my goal really was. Let me give you an example of this so you know what I mean. At the beginning of December of 2019, I kind of started to miss vlogging. I really wish that I could be the kind of YouTuber people watch just for the stories that I tell and the adventures that I go on instead of just the Instagram tips that I share. And so I was determined to do my own version of Vlogmas to test out to see if vlogging was something that I could get back into again on my YouTube channel. And while vlogging is important to me, I also wanted to make sure that my audience was happy and that I wasn't killing my channel's analytics. (laughs) So I looked at the average stats and set some goals about what I wanted those videos to hit in order to achieve what I was working towards in order to keep posting them in the future. So I wrote down for each video, I want to get 850 views within the first week of posting. I want a 30% view duration and I want to get 15 comments. That's my sort of bare minimum. That's the first ring of the ladder that I need to hit. Those were pretty realistic goals based on the stats that my channel was seeing at the time. So I could really judge based on those metrics if my vlogs had been successful in the way that I wanted them to be. And then after I posted my first one and things were, you know, going along, it was a few days later, I remember thinking as it crept up on 700 views, oh no, it's, it's not going to hit a thousand. So it doesn't really matter. What do you see what happened there? As I thought that, I caught myself and I said, okay, I need to go back to my notes app and see what numbers I really set for myself. And that's when I realized that without even thinking about it, I had already raised the standards for myself. I set a goal and without even really making the decision, I had already said, no, that's not high enough. It's got to be better. And for not any good reason, right? Like that new goal wasn't even based on my stats and my metrics. The original goal was, that was the one I set with intention and being an informed person as I made that goal. So to make sure you don't allow yourself to move your own finish line without even realizing it and get in your own way, you need to permanently write down exactly what you're working towards and stick to that. Don't let your brain cheat you out of your own successes. (sighs) We'll dive back into the tips in just a second, but first I wanted to tell you about the sponsor for today's episode. Today's episode of the Creator Club Podcast is sponsored by Tailwind. Tailwind is an Instagram and Pinterest scheduling tool that has become completely essential to my marketing plan for my business. Personally, I use Tailwind to schedule and loop my pins on Pinterest. It's amazing because it allows me to post on autopilot. I can spend an hour or less a month planning and scheduling my Pinterest content, which creates a steady funnel of new traffic from Pinterest to my website, my YouTube channel, and my Instagram. Tailwind will even schedule the content for you with Smart Loop. I created a loop with all of my best evergreen content, including YouTube tutorials and blog posts, and Smartloop makes sure that this content gets pinned to group boards in my niche consistently throughout the month, and I don't even have to think about it. Tailwind helped me grow my Pinterest reach from 5k viewers a month to over 50k viewers a month in just a few months' time. If you want to see real results from Pinterest and skyrocket the growth of your other content platforms, then go to katiesteckley.com tailwind to sign up. You can even try it for free, though in my experience, paying for it is entirely worth it. That's katiesteckley.com tailwind, T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D. PS, this is an affiliate link, so if you sign up through my exclusive link, you'll not only be getting an awesome social media service, but you'll be supporting the Creator Club podcast. So go to katiestuckley.com slash tailwind to start your Pinterest growth journey today. Now that you have a goal in mind, and for the sake of example, I'll share one with you that I set for 2019. My vision was being a YouTuber that made some money from being an online creator and who had an audience that appreciated my work. That has been my lifelong dream, and I still felt that way at the beginning of 2019. And the way that I decided I would measure that when I set this goal at the beginning of the year, was the goal of reaching 10,000 subscribers. So my goal was to hit 10K subs by the end of the year, and that's how I would know that I got to the point where I would, you know, feel accomplished. So once I had that measurable goal in mind, 10k subs by the end of the year, it was time to use that goal to create a plan of action. So no matter what goal you have, you can use this method too. You want to ask yourself how, and you need to keep asking yourself how until you get to the point of actually putting that task into your schedule. So let's go through my example to show you what I mean by this how framework. I asked myself, how am I gonna get 10K subscribers? And the first answer was, well, I know that the more views you get, the more potential subscribers you can get, and the only way to get more views is to make more videos. And so the first answer to the how question is, make more videos. So then I ask, how am I going to make more videos? Well, my first thought is more is a pretty vague term. So I need to define what that is. I need to decide on a number. So for me, that number was three videos a week. And to be honest, throughout the year, I kind of went back and forth between two and three videos. But at the beginning, I set out and I said three videos a week. So then I asked myself again, how am I going to make three videos a week? And the answer is, well, I will put time in my schedule every Tuesday and Thursday to write, record, and edit videos, which I will schedule for the following week. And then I ask myself again, how am I going to do all that stuff? Well, I'm going to block off time in my Google Calendar so that I know during that time, that is what I'm going to be working on. I can't fill it with anything else. That's what it's dedicated to. And when you get to that point where all you can say to the question how is, well, I'll put the time in my calendar and I'm going to continually remind myself to do it. That's when you know you've reached the bottom of the how chain, because now you've set yourself up with all the tasks and tools that you need to work your way up to gradually getting to that big goal. And the only thing left to do now is to execute on those daily or weekly goals, which is the hard part. This is the grind. This is what you need to really have the persistence to stick to doing long term. From finding a vision you can truly see yourself in, to putting a goal and a measurement to that vision, and to finally determining the daily tasks required to make it happen, that is my personal process to setting goals. Now, as much as I would love to just leave you with that process and say, fly, little birdie fly, I know it's not always that simple. All of us have different mental blocks that get in the way of us reaching our full potential. And everyone is different when it comes to setting big goals and moving your dreams forward in serious ways. So I wanted to share some common problems with you and you can see if you relate to one of these areas and hopefully my approach or my new way of thinking about goals will help you to unlock your potential and to make your big dreams happen. So let's dive in to the goal setting personality types. These are by no way scientific, though to be honest, I don't think any personality types are really scientific. This is just my observation of people that I've known in my life, people that I've talked to because I love chatting about goal setting and productivity and that kind of thing. And I've met different people who have different hangups or different issues with getting started on their goals. And so thinking about that, I kind of came up with five different profiles that you might find some kind of connection to. And so my hope is that by describing this personality type and this sort of character that you might relate to one of these. And then my suggestion for you might be specified enough that you can really take that to heart and make the changes that you need to make in order to reach for those big dreams. So that's sort of my disclaimer. Like I said, these are just my own observations, but I hope that you can find some value from it. So that being said, let me tell you about the different goal setting personality types as developed by me. (laughs) The first one is the visionary. If you are the visionary, you love to dream big and you can truly see yourself achieving these things. Like you feel it, you know, you have this innate confidence that you are meant to accomplish these big things. But sometimes you can get caught up in the dreaming and start to feel overwhelmed or inadequate because you haven't made those dreams come true yet. A little bit of honesty, this one is definitely me. It's so easy for me to have these big dreams and then immediately feel like I'm not good enough because I haven't done them yet. So here's what you, if you relate to this and me, need to do. We need to have gratitude for how far we've come and an appreciation for the work that we've done. When you have that mindset of appreciation and thinking about how far you've come, it reminds you that you do have the capacity to, To make those big visions come true. You have no problem coming up with these dreams and having these really clear visions of where you want to go. You do not need to feel intimidated because if you have the gratitude for your journey and you appreciate all the work that you've done, you know that you can do it. You have that proof in your own calendar from the past year, in your own bullet journal, you know that you've been able to do it. So why couldn't you do more? So when you feel those doubts, when you feel caught up in it, when you feel like I could never do this. Why would I think this about myself? Just have a little bit of gratitude for how much you've done and appreciate yourself and congratulate yourself on your past accomplishments. So that's the visionary. The avoider is the next profile. If you're the avoider, you know what you want, but you can't seem to take action to make it happen you really do have big dreams. Like you have these aspirations and you might even feel a little unsatisfied with where you're at in life right now. But when it comes to actually taking those tangible steps to making it happen, it always seems a little bit out of reach. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you relate to this one. If this is you, here's what you need. You need a clear plan and Google calendar reminders. Maybe even an accountability partner. Seriously, friend, make a list and make it happen because I know that you can. It's just this emotional moment you're having where you can't go from dream to action. But if you get a friend who is there for you, if you make a plan, you can follow that plan and get to those dreams. You don't have to avoid it because you're scared of the work because I know that you can get that work done. The next profile is The scared one. I said that because I didn't want to just put scaredy cat. It sounded a little bit too mean. So the scared one. (laughs) Again, these are not the most eloquent names, but hopefully you can connect with them. So if you're the scared one, you're pretty content where you are and working towards those big dreams puts you out of your comfort zone, but nonetheless, you have big dreams and a part of you really wishes you could make them happen. Like you have these things you've been thinking about year after year that you're kind of interested in. You've seen other people do it and you would really like to do it, but you just haven't taken that step to actually make those dreams happen. Don't let yourself stay where it's easy and stop playing through the worst scenarios in your head. It's not going to be the worst case scenario and you need to stop being anxious about it. If you are the scared one, you actually really need to do the opposite of what you think you should and that is dive in headfirst. You keep trying to dip your toe into the water and you can't. It is not going to work for you because you're always going to feel like it's too much and you're going to pull back. You really need to dive in to the point where you can't take it back and you are going to be so happy that you did. If you are this kind of person, what you really need is Shia LaBeouf to scream, just do it at you (laughs) when you're thinking about your goals. So I know it's hard, but know that I believe in you and you do have that potential. You just need to rip off the band-aid and make it happen. The next profile is the uncertain one. If you're the uncertain one, you really can't tell exactly what you want to do. So maybe the actual goal setting or visionary stage is what's difficult. Maybe you feel like there are just so many options and you don't know which one of these visions that you're having is the right one. Here's the secret that you need to know. There is no right vision. There's no right goal. You get to decide what vision is right for you. Just start working towards something and you can always pivot and see where it leads you. There is so much time in this life to do everything that you want to do. You just need to pick something and start with it. The sooner you start, the more time you're going to have to pursue all those different things you're thinking about. Working towards nothing will always get you nowhere, but working towards something no matter what it is will always get you somewhere. So just pick something and start. Finally, the last profile I came up with is the content one. If you're the content one, then you're really happy where you're at and you don't actually feel a big desire or push for change. Honestly, this is a blessing and you should feel really grateful for this gift of contentment. But you don't have to let yourself stay still forever. While the other types may think of goals as something missing, you already feel fulfilled, so maybe you can think about goals as a bonus or a way to enrich your life, something above and beyond. Just because there's nothing missing doesn't mean it's not worth seeking something new. Find ways to work towards small goals a little bit at a time. Unlike the scared one, you actually need to ease your way into it. You need to dip your toe in the water to make sure that you're not tempted to give up entirely because it would be really easy for you to just feel like, you know what? I'm actually happy the way I am. I don't need to change. So if you do have goals, which I'm I'm sure you do, ease your way into it make it something that you can sort of integrate into your lifestyle and slowly and then all at once you'll find yourself pursuing those goals and you'll realize that it is really enriching to your life it will be a great bonus to your already content and happy self so did you relate to any of these types if you do, I'd love to hear about it on Instagram. Everybody is so unique and it requires a different approach to goal setting for each person. There's probably even more profiles like you could write your own and maybe send that to me an in Instagram DM because there's probably some personality types that I didn't fully cover here. Again, these are just the kind of people that I've met and talked to about goal setting. I hope that one of these resonated with you and that you've been able to find something from this episode that will allow you to take the steps that you need to make your biggest dreams come true in 2020. It's not going to be easy, but it is going to be oh so worth it. And I can't wait to see what you achieve this new year. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are send me a DM on Instagram at katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.